0: Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. It's time now to take a look at uh, headlines that investors will be paying attention to today. It looks like, uh, Ryan, we're starting off the day, as you mentioned, in the U.S. market update um, in the red, picking up uh, red leads from Wall Street. So the markets are being depressed by rising bond yields. That's right. So that's weighing on sentiment right now. And we saw those bond yields push up to new three-year highs and that's going to be in focus as we see that give a lot of food for thought for investors to figure out where it goes from here and how much to rotate away from those technology and growth names which have had a good run in the past year so now it is time to readjust to new realities and this is going to put a focus on tonight's Consumer Price Index report out in the US for March and we are looking out for another hot reading and we are already seeing 40-year highs. The latest reading is expected to come in at 8.4% and this will be above the 7%. 0.4% 0.4% in the previous uh, month. So that's going to be in focus as we see the uh, numbers come in. And that will give more feel for a talk about how we could see a more aggressive Fed in the coming quarters and a likely 50 basis point hike in the next meeting next month. And right now, the odds are being priced in at 87% of a 50 basis point hike. So that'd be double the usual uh, rate hike. So something to look out for in tonight's numbers.
1: Lael Brennard is expected to speak, the Federal Reserve Board Governor. So what might she say that could have an impact on markets? Mm,
0: She's already been in in the circuit in the past few weeks talking about how she is thinking inflation is going to be higher than what people have been forecasting. And of course, uh, this has been pretty much the tune many of these Fed officials have been um, singing in the past few weeks. So if she continues to push that hawkish tone and give even more signals for market traders to digest. On that front, we could see expectations of 50 basis point hikes being pricing even further. So not just the next meeting, but even further down the road, the next two meetings or three meetings. So that's going to be in focus as she continues to speak on the circuit and she is expected to be talking at a Wall Street Journal jobs summit. Also, Federal Reserve Bank of Richmond, President Thomas Barkin is also expected to be speaking at and industry dialogue with US policymakers. So, more Fed speak in the coming days. All right, let's switch tracks to China. We mentioned at the top of the show, Ryan, that the WHO is closely watching China as it grapples with its worst COVID surge of the pandemic. There are two fronts to look out for here one is the health front, the other, obviously, the economy. Yeah, so this is going to be, in a way, good news for what's happening in Shanghai. We've seen that lockdown playing out in the past week or so. And now, some good news in the sense that it is easing the lockdown for some of the people there. So it's easing the lockdown for 43% of its housing complexes. So a sign that maybe things are starting to exit that tough lockdown situation. So right now, how it's playing out is you have three Classifications to indicate restriction levels. So, of course, um, the top level will mean the restrictions are being eased the most. And that mm-hmm. will involve around 7,565 uh, residential compounds that have had no virus infections for two weeks. So, those will be lifted, but still with some restrictions in place. So, not completely... Freedom in that sense Then you have Another two layers Of restrictions For those who have Had cases And you have to Bear in mind We are coming off Shanghai reporting Daily cases To the tune of Over 26,000 Not too long ago Mm. So this is now At around 7,000 plus In some areas Of Shanghai So something that Is starting to come down But many residents Are still complaining About having difficulty Getting fresh food Daily necessities And it is Piling up for the business community as well in terms of problems they are trying to grapple with, supply chain issues, and this could just spill over into the wider economy. This
1: is certainly something we'll be taking a closer look at throughout the day, including with uh, Don Tan in the China perspective in just a few minutes. And let's see how that pans out. A lot of people watching this very closely. Something else that is being watched closely, China's producer inflation is Mm. surging. And that has resulted on a pretty noticeable impact on Chinese stocks, Ryan.
0: Yeah, so this was in the view of how we had the U.S., Inflation data come out, uh, is coming out tonight, so it's a bit of an omen or curtain raiser for the numbers out in the US because the factory gate prices in China will at some point feed into what US consumers are paying. So here we have the numbers coming out higher than expected. The PPI, producer price index, at 8.3%. That is above expectations of 7.9%. Consumer prices were also higher than expected, climbing 1.5% and that's above the 1.2% increase. And looking at what the impact is or has been on markets on Monday, we have seen some sentiment being weighed down by those higher inflation numbers. And also on that front, we are seeing shares of Chinese EV maker NIO plunging nearly 11.4%. And that is after it announced that it's suspending production at some of its factories because of supply chain problems. So that's going to be in focus today as we see the Shanghai lockdown being eased as well as the inflation numbers continue to be digested from, uh, by investors. Alright, always excited about this one. Uh, Ryan, what is the number of the day? Okay, the number of the day is 149 So now you're dealing in decimals. (laughs) So this is probably the first number of the day with a decimal point. And this is because 14.9% is the cap of how much a director on the board of Twitter can hold. The cap of how many shares, Mm. what's a stake they can hold. So it's in the news or is the number of the day because Elon Musk will no longer be joining Twitter's board. Oh, Oh,
1: yes. Okay, we we did hear about this. Uh, What was the reason given here?
0: Okay, so this is going to be a case of your guess is as good as mine. So Uh, there are no clear reasons, um, but it is leading to speculation of how this could play out. So right now, he holds 9.2%. And the speculation now is that since he's not joining the board of directors, he has the uh, leeway to raise his stake above 14.9%. So maybe even buy the rest of the 91% he doesn't even own because he is just rich enough to do so. Um, So we are seeing (laughs) share markets or at least the share price of Twitter swing quite wildly in the backdrop of the news. Twitter shares were down 8% pre-market in reaction to the news. And this is now recovering to above um, 1 plus percent. So it's quite a wild swing. And what we are hearing from... Twitter at least is uh, CEO. The CEO is saying, you "No, know, Elon Musk no longer joining." Uh, this was supposed to take into kick into effect over the weekend, uh, but he has changed his mind. And it's worth noting he has been throwing out a lot of ideas in the past few days about yeah. how Twitter could change. Yeah. Maybe it didn't really sit well with the um, current management, and they decided you not know, to. Give up the arrangement.
1: Mm. So instead, now he has leeway to just own more of the company.
0: So it could be something to watch out for. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App
1: Store.